0: What's up? I've been doing a lot of listening this past week, week and a half. A lot of listening, a lot of talking. It's been high and it's been low. For this episode, I want to talk about the AIA and Architect Magazine. They kind of go hand in hand. I feel like it's been extremely positive and it's been extremely negative. Before I get into it, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a pleasure of being interviewed by Catherine Mang of Design Voice Podcast. It's funny when you, you go back and you listen to yourself, you hear all the things that, oh, I wish I should have said this, or oh like I should have put headphones on to listen to make sure that my mic was right. Catherine was a pleasure talking to her. She is such a delightful woman. I could talk to her for hours actually. And we never talked before. So it was, it was really fun. And I thank you, Catherine, for just giving me the platform to talk about my podcast and how I'm feeling about the pandemic and then the protests happened and you know her segue in the beginning in the intro was just perfect I'm, I'm a huge fan of hers so when I heard that she wanted to talk to me I was like oh my god I can't believe it <laughs> but check it out it's a design voice podcast I listen to her on apple but she's everywhere else also so check it out I have another interview coming up with layers of design that'll be coming out soon. When it comes out, then I'll talk more about it. But I'm I'm excited about that as well. I have some audio that I need to edit. One includes the happy hour that I hosted with Houston Noma. Mona was the organizer of everything. She contacted me and... In the beginning of the you know what i'll save it i'll save it so i'll i'll save that talk for when i'm about to let you guys listen to it but i haven't finished uh, editing it yet so that's that's coming up soon Ugh. so i decided to create a resource page called dope videos i just grabbed off of youtube that i think that helps the conversation i love books but I never have time to read them. So instead of recommendation of books, it is recommendation of videos to watch. I'll add a link in the description notes so you guys can just check out. It's not a lot. It's only like one, two webinars, and then a couple of like other videos. So It's probably like four videos. But if you have any recommendations of some similar videos, just hit me up on the social media. Like I mentioned before, this past week has been a little bit of a roller coaster. I had some highs, some lows. And it's mainly because of AIA and Architect Magazine. It's kind of like a love-hate relationship. The expectation of not expecting much from AIA. The AIA is slowly beginning to talk about what's going on. And people are like, yo, you're not doing right right now. And we love you enough to call you out on it. And we want you to do something about it. The most frustrating part with the AIA is that they're still trying to be neutral. And they're not capable of being honest with themselves. I think I've said that before. I felt I feel like a broken record at this point. And so I find myself... My strength has been coming from Noma and Nomas, actually. Like any and anything that they put out, IG lives to webinars to. They've been my communities thus far. I'm enjoying those conversations. I've been avoiding the ones from AIA because I have the need to protect myself because I have no idea how this conversation is going to go. I don't want to be a participant in any of these webinars and then explode or something because I'm trying not to be the angry black woman. I'm so aware of how I've been conditioned. I'm so afraid of someone calling me the angry black woman in all of this. Okay. I don't want to go down this road. Let me stop. It's not enough for me to say, screw it, I'm not paying my membership, I'm out. Because there's some really good points. So I've, I had a chance to be on a jury for a scholarship and I love that stuff. I love looking, reading the profiles of future architects. And fighting over who should get the scholarship. like that is I th- that's this is why I stay in AIA. And the other good part came this week with my knowledge community. I, I'm a member of the Housing and Community Development and we all took the time of our meeting. To discuss what was going on. And they allowed me to share how I was feeling. And I wasn't planning on sharing. I wasn't plan I, I had no expectations whatsoever in going into that call. And they've allowed me to be vulnerable with them. And I was so appreciative of that conversation. I I confess that I was watching TV. And watching the protests, like, every other day for the past, however long, these protests, like, normal, nothing special happened. And I just started crying. And I didn't know it, I I, I don't know if I was holding back tears, and it just came out. Like, I was like, why am I crying? And I just let it go. I just, I I boo-hooed. It wasn't an ugly cry, but it was a cry. And I was just shocked at myself that I was feeling that way. And I was disappointed in myself. That I was crying, and and it's again, it's weird, angry black woman, and then I'm not supposed to cry, right? I'm not supposed to be human, almost. It's 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 weird. It's weird how I'm disconditioned this way. Anyways, that conversation, was, they just listened, and it, it was like, what can we do? What types of programming that we can do? And that's that's why I'm still in AIA. Because there are individuals and we form groups. And because of those groups and that dynamic, it's like, yes, I feel like I'm actually making a change. And some people feel the same way with their local chapters. You know, like I stay because of my local chapter. But when you get up top, it's like WTF. what what were you thinking? What's going on? And it's, you want to have a voice. And that's the thing. It's it's the voice part. And so when something is wrong, and you're like, listen, this, this really hurt me, man, like, you got to fix this. And it doesn't get fixed, or you get BS or pushed around, then you're like, why am I here? Why am I paying you money to make you look good? Mind you, everybody's a volunteer. So the committee that I serve, we're volunteers. The officers of the local chapters, they're volunteers. This is time after work that, that people are doing. And you're going to turn around and you're going to treat them this way? They don't have to do anything. And that's, that's the hurtful part. So when you make a statement, a generalized statement, again, are you deaf? Why aren't you listening? Or like that New York Times article about prisons and that quote, it is not the architect's problem that the owner is misusing the space. And in that case, that's for everything like you don't I don't want to get into that. I I don't, don't want to get into that. But it's like what do you stand for? And I get it. And and part of me gets it. You have lobbies, right? You have you have people who lobby in Congress. You have stakeholders. And there are some firms that that's their bread and butter. Also, too Prisons will be designed with or without an architect. So you can say, if you want to be a member of this organization, you cannot design prisons. So does that mean that a large population of architects will leave AIA to work on prisons? I I mean, is that the fear? (sighs) I don't know. The whole... 2018 AIA conference. That also hit home for me too. What happened to Justin and his erasure? They, they, he. I can't even say it. Like, <laughs> I, I am, I am completely baffled by. It. I'm still in shock. A lot of people are still in shock by this, the fact that this articulate and brilliant black man who literally sitting in the middle of a panel discussion at the 2018 AIA convention in New York. And he was completely erased in the webinar version of that panel. He wrote a comment on his IG page, just pretty much expressing his feelings about it and the way he expressed them was I felt I I was feeling it for him because you just completely nulled and void this man do you understand like he felt like the invisible man he was the invisible man And to just issue an apology two years later. I think if that actually happened to me, I would have been done. I would have been done. And I would be trash talking them to everybody. Like to everybody if that was me. But he didn't. He didn't do that. And, you know, he didn't even have to bring it up. But because of what's going on right now. Because now we all have a voice he was able to do it because the climate was right. He was able to do it. And you question who are the other people that this happened to? What happened to them? What's what? I don't know. 2019. Did this happen to somebody? 2017. And then, you don't usually, sometimes people don't look back and try to find their session. Like some people don't do that. So you, you go on a panel, you say your stuff, life takes over, and you don't even see it. Hopefully people are like, wait a minute, let me just check myself. I mean, they could have done an audit and realized that, oh shit, we've done this on other people. Let's just pull that video down too. On a positive side, the Architect Magazine podcast did an excellent interview with James Jr. from St. Paul. That was incredible, that was just incredible. Listen to him and his perspective and that gave me life to continue doing what I'm doing. A couple of things I picked up from that interview. One was the fact that as blacks we get distracted. When he said that really hit home because it's so true. Things happen to us and then we have to enter a room and pretend like it never happened. So you, you tend to compartmentalize situations and you don't have time to deal with it. I know me personally, I've been struggling really badly with the architecture exams and it's because of past traumas. I don't want to get into deep. I don't want to go down that road right now, but that's just an example. He got... It was something about the cops and then he had to go to happy hour and he had to take the situation, put it aside and then deal with the present. And it comes out and it manifests in so many ways. and It is something that only in the black experience we have this. Not to say that other ethnicities don't have experiences or similar experiences to say the least or even white folks have experiences but the perception that if we come in and we were like oh my gosh and just tell you the situation you're at risk of being dismissed then you have to deal with that situation so it's best to just keep quiet and move on with life another thing he mentioned was climate change And how our distractions are really preventing us from what's really going on. And aside from the black experience distraction, there's this overall racism. If we could just stop dealing with that and start thinking about our planet and try to save it because we only have one planet, then we could focus on that more. But you you get distracted and you're like, My life or the planet. Who you think I'm gonna pick? <laughs> My life <laughs> I mean it's it's common sense. Like it's, it's it's survival of the fittest, you know? So so that really that that really hit home. And it's it's not that black environmentalists don't exist. They do exist. Their voices aren't being amplified. But that's, again, that's a whole other different topic. We're not going to go down that road either. So it was a really good interview. You should really listen to it. So that's that's a positive thing about Architect Magazine. I started thinking about offices who are having these conversations. And I hope you don't have these conversations with your employees. Please don't have these conversations with your employees. Because like I said... In my last episode, if you're the only black person in the room, black person in the office, or maybe there's two of you, it could be two of you, and they call you into a room to have this conversation, oh my God, like, you, that's like the worst thing you can do to anybody. The worst thing you could do to anybody. Ugh, this is difficult. I didn't think this was difficult, because then when you talk trash, you talk trash, Right? But I didn't think talking about AIA National would be difficult because I've served on some committees and it's been fun. I've, I've met a lot of friends that I still talk to to this day, but I question the purpose of those committees. I've served on the Diversity Inclusion Council for whatever term that is. And they don't have that anymore. Or it, it got morphed into something else. I don't know. It's interesting how that, right? Think about it. Was it really helpful? Was the impact an impact? And I mean, having those programs, getting those people together in the short term, it made a difference. In the home scheme of things, it means nothing. Because stuff like this happens. You want to dismantle diversity and inclusion? And it goes the same with firms, too. We had this committee. Problem solved. Let's move on. I didn't think I was going to sit here and question it until I talked to you. Thanks, guys. Because I was ready to, like, yeah. I'm gonna take bad things about a. I I was ready for that. I even wrote it down. But now it's kind of like, hmm. This is a different type of trash talk coming out my mouth. It's like, was this all lip service? In your heart of hearts? Everybody deserves a right to not get choked from the police. Right? Because that's what they said, human dignity. Or the fact that they, yeah, of course I stand for you. Stand for you guys. Of course. What's the big deal? Of course I did. Because that's the attitude I got out of that second statement. It was like what? What? Of course. Come on. That's absurd. Come on guys. Get get with it. That's the attitude I got out of it. But I still pay him money. I'm still a member. Because of my KC. Because I I was on a jury for a scholarship and that was incredible to impact a student and to see all the other talents that are out there that will cradle this industry into a new era hopefully but stuff like this is important having a platform to voice is very important and I thank you for listening Hey listeners, I have an exciting announcement. I decided to launch a membership program for the show where you have a chance to support me and the show directly. I love creating the show and it means the world to me that you all tune in to keep hearing me week after week, but it takes an immense amount of time and energy to produce. I wanna keep the show going and I want to invest in its growth. And I also want you to become a partner with me in this journey. That's why I'm excited to give you a chance to officially become a supporter of the show at glow.fm slash archispolly, A-R-C-H-I-S-P-O-L-L-Y, or by clicking the link in the show notes. It's quick and easy. It takes less than 30 seconds and just takes clicking a link in the show notes and using Apple or Google Pay. You don't have to create any new logins, and you can contribute as much or as little as you like. If this show is part of your day or week, and you like what I'm doing, then visit glow.fm slash archespoly, all one word, and support me and the show in any way you can today.